is up for Stop Nation. Today's episode will be more inspirational than usual as we are with the potential future leaders of Boston College. That is right, Jacob. Today we are joined by Czar and Jack, who are running for UGBC president, one of the four groups that are running. So everyone, right. welcome them. There we go. Awesome, Thank awesome. You. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having of us. Course, of course, of course. So let's just kick it off. Czar, Jack, what are your majors? Where are you from? Yeah, so I'm Czar Seppi, uh, and I'm a political science and history major. Uh, I'm from Parsippany, New Jersey, so kind of like half of this school. Yeah, <laughs> Jersey. Um, I'm Jack Brocker. Um, I'm a sophomore in the Morrissey College of Arts and Sciences, majoring in political science and perspectives. Um, also a minor in ancient civilizations. Picked that up last semester. Very nice. So, nice. Yeah. Is that in the classics department? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. nice. So we're all on new dead freshman year, right? Yeah. I, I was I was Duchesne. Duchesne. Okay. Okay. Freshman year, I was so. we were keys to keys south. To south. That's Hardy Cushing. Hardy Cushing. Okay. Hardy Cushing. It, it, it's okay. the slept on one. But but I will say that because we're on the top of the hill, see like we didn't have to like trudge oh gosh. Yeah. Trudge down when the wait, no wait. Yeah, the bus. Wait, Shane was the hill, but you had to like it would drop you off at the bottom. Yeah, of the hill. and then you had yes. to walk up. Yeah, that yeah, weird yeah. angle, right? Yeah. So you guys, so we actually got. You guys get your own bus stop. We yeah. had our own keys, yeah. right? Right next to the dining hall. I mean, yeah, late at night the bus driver was like, "Screw it, he'll just park basically in front of keys and just let us all off." It was yeah. really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so did you guys meet freshman year and then get into the UGPC kind of club environment and then kind of go from there? Or? Well, I, well, actually, I wasn't involved in UGBC my freshman year. Um, I, I was just, you know, as you do freshman year, you're going around different clubs and whatnot, um, yeah. seeing what sticks uh, and whatnot. And actually, um, our freshman year, that was when there was that, that, that first hate crime on campus and, and, it, and there was a whole march. Oh, yeah. And, and um, it, was, it was like around mid-late October, if I could recall. And I think that kind of shook me personally but also um moving forward i was like maybe i can do something in ugbc and and one thing led to another and, and, and i was in it yeah, so, nice yeah. yeah so I, I was involved in ugbc my freshman year um uh, but i actually didn't know i was getting involved in ugbc <laughs> when i first did so I, I applied to the undergraduate leadership academy oh, yeah. ula nice. um and i was you know i saw the email come through on my computer and i was like oh my god like ula that would be a great thing to have on a resume, like yeah. undergraduate leadership. Yeah, that sounds so great. Yeah. Um, so I ended up applying to that, got in, um, and you know I really enjoyed my experience with ULA. Um, I think it, it pushed me outside of my comfort zone, um, and it wasn't what I expected it to be. I kind of went in with a closed mind, mind of what I thought um, my experience was going to be, um, and I'm glad I I, I was wrong um, because I ended up meeting a lot of people I probably wouldn't have. Um, on campus, I think it's it's no surprise to me that my seven other roommates and my eight man are eight or seven straight white guys, um, and you know I think you, it's natural to fit in and to kind of go into a place where you feel most comfortable with people you know similar backgrounds um, you know who look like you and sh- have shared experiences, um, but ULA really forced me to meet and form relationships with students of different backgrounds, um, with different experiences. So I really, you know, got a sense of the importance of, uh, of diversity. Um, and, and, you know, most importantly, like diversity of experience, because, um, I don't think Zara and I don't think diversity is something where you should have to hit a quota for the, um, the amount of people who look like you, but if you really look to build a team and, you know, circle, 
um, and group of, of students from different backgrounds, um, different, uh, you know, life stories, you really, you know, get a sense of, um, you know, every, the, the students at Boston College, um, and you know, you'll, you'll find that um, not everyone will look like each other, yeah. and, and that's important uh, because you really value them as a person when you do, um, and that's something I, I gained through ULA. And when the, the hate crime incident last year occurred up on College Road, I, I, I became frustrated with the dialogue I heard on campus because it, it, was, it was between groups and not, like it was, it was within a group mm-hmm. and not between groups. Yeah. Um, and you know, that really frustrated me because I, I was involved in several different groups on campus and you know, to hear them talk about their, what they thought about it and you know, how this could happen and where BC should go. Um, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't much, uh, camaraderie between the groups, um, like different groups on campus. So I, I really, that inspired me to run for, for Senate. Um, and this year in the Senate, I'm working on a, a uh, hopefully a program, uh, called conversation starters. And it's kind of off the mold of an agape latte or the student mm-hmm. administrator forum where students are paired, uh, in a group, um, they're randomly assigned. So it's like you have 25 slots open this weekend, put your name on it, you get assigned a random group of five students, you're given a meal for lunch, um, and you're given a conversation topic uh, to talk about. And you know it, it doesn't have to be a heavy topic, it can be a topic that you usually talk about uh, within your group, but the whole idea is, you know, hopefully we can begin um, to, to you know, break down those, those walls that separate the, the clickiness yeah. on campus yeah so. sure so that conversation starts let's talk more about yeah. that is that part of your guys's joint plan or campaign or is yeah. it, so, is it yeah. something you're working outside of the campaign so so that's the i mean the problem is with with uh student government is that you only have one year terms right so it's hard to get mm-hmm. uh get done what you want in that year um so Kizar and i have made that um a part of our um uh, ahana plus platform um mm-hmm. to hopefully you know like i said you know bc you can see the groups of white students you know, the groups of Ahana Plus students, yeah. um, that the groups of LGBTQ Plus students, um, and, you know, hopefully to be able uh, to break down those barriers, um, those, you know, the natural barriers or barriers that come out of, you know, the anxiety and the fear um, and the desire to fit in. So Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah go ahead. No, no, no thank you. Um, that was very well said, Jack, but, 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 you know, when it comes down to it, I think our campaign and... and and be in our platform, be in, in just our own experience at BC, is about trying to step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. at, at BC, because it's very easy to, to, to fall into that um, here, and really being able to kind of cultivate a, a better campus culture. Uh, I think UGBC as a vehicle for student advocacy on campus uh, needs to promote ways in which the the culture at, at BC can be one more of respect um, and, and being responsible and, and really um, acknowledging the fact that we're not all the same, that there are differences, yet we are um, cultivating um, kind of like a, a sense of identity yep. here. Um, but, but definitely if our Ahana Plus um, platform uh, our LGBTQ plus platform or mental health and, and um, sustainability, it's 
it, it it's comprehensive, but but there's like a big idea to it. You know sure. what I mean? So I think well, let's let's dive into that. Let's talk talk about that more. You guys have kind of three main things that kind of distinguish you between the other uh, three candidates: your LGBT pol- uh, platform, your mental health platform, and your sustainability platform. Is that right? You guys are kind of championing kind of a new way and a new approach to uh, unifying. As I think everyone is, yeah. is, is indicated in all their platforms, let's unify the campus and kind of break down those walls. Uh, what makes your platforms? You can speak on any one of them. More, I guess, intensive, more rigorous, more um, you know, uh, efficable to break down those barriers. So yeah, you know, going back to what I was. Uh, Previously, you know, it's hard with student government, you know, one-year term, you know, we're only here for four years. Um, you know, I've only been in the policy side of things in the student government for several months. Um, but, you know, the, the goal is, you know, I think Zara and I acknowledge that, you know, there's only so much that you can do, especially, you know, because student government doesn't work the same way the federal government does mm-hmm. um, on campus. And I think that's kind of a... Um, something we need to realize as a student body. Um, and, you know, our, we at Zara and I have short-term goals and we have long-term goals. And, um, you know, with our short-term goals, uh, all of our policy platforms, you know, we've, we've really narrowed it down to like five to seven things that we believe that can get done and that we want to do. Um, and we know um, we've outlined the, the offices on campus we're going to work with, whether it be ResLife, um, BC Campus Ministry, uh, BC Dining. I think we have a really good sense of uh, direction when it comes mm-hmm. to hopefully implementing reforms and initiatives. Um, and then with our long-term goals as well, you know, students want to see, you know, big changes on campus. And that's something Sarah and I acknowledge um, in that we've really, you know, kind of looked for efficient ways to go about that. Because, you know, it's one thing to just say, you know, I want to get this done. Um, but it's you know, how are you going to get that done? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, no, and, and, and that's a really good point because our campaign is focused on making meaningful impacts on campus that lead to cultural shifts, right? Yeah. And so um, having that long-term vision um, of creating a campus that is sustainable um, with our um, policies like um, introducing composting to um, all ca- uh, campus-wide, so um, in residence hall buildings, um, in the in all dining halls and um, just outside in like the quad, sure. um, kind of normalizing that aspect of of um, like sustainability on campus, um, and, and and things like uh, having and implementing mental health edu, um, especially for incoming freshmen who do not necessarily know or those those resources well, you know, and and, and being able to have the tools to, to identify um, certain mental health issues, um, maybe if your friend um, may, ha- um, may have some, and of course having a platform in which you know what uh, university counseling services um, can provide on campus, right? And so um, having those um, pretty, pretty uh, tangible things, right, uh, on campus, um, I think Jack and I have some really good experience in working with administration so that we could implement those pretty quick mm-hmm. um, to foster something bigger than us, really, and uh, the, like a, a cultural shift, Sure. right? And okay. so, because um, it, it can be tough sometimes um, in, in light of the administration, you know, we, uh, a lot of people believe that um, they can be a stumbling block in, mm-hmm. in trying to foster change here, um, institutional change. 
and we're trying to make a strong precedent in which we can disagree with administration when when it needs to happen when 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 we need to disagree when the student body says no we we don't like this but also um, creating a strong precedent for for working with administration in places and avenues in which we do agree on yeah. and with um, again trying to to shift the mold um, with that relationship. Right. No, I think, and I, that's, a, that's a fair point. I think Jake could also speak to this too. It's like, yes, the, you know, uh, the administrator, you need to work with them, right? Mm-hmm. All, a lot of times we always get kind of this kind of fiery rhetoric from some people like, you know, uh, not not candidates, but certainly people outside of the, the UGBC mold is like, you know, Leahy's, you know, horrible and the administration's terrible, blah, 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 blah. It's like, we got to work within the structure, right? You got to work within the system. And if there are, you know, uh, apparent shortfalls or, or shortcomings, uh, you just got to, you know, address those with them. It's more of an open dialogue than it is actually like a confrontation, right? I think that's, I think that's a, a sound way to say it. I mean, I think that's a really solid, stable way to kind of enact and, and um, you know, foster change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and at the end of the day, everyone on this campus wants what they think is best for BC. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just like anything, whether it be, you know, talk about sports or politics, um, you know, there's going to be disagreement. And, you know, it's how do you handle that disagreement and how do you go about that disagreement that I think is really reflective of, uh, of your values and your priorities. Yeah. I mean, I one question I, I was talking to Jacob when we were walking over, I said one thing I, I'm uh, curious to ask all candidates is, you know, there are certain, you know, political, I'm saying like, you know, our, our national politics, some certain political uh, voices and opinions that are, are silenced on this campus uh, because of the nature of where we are. Uh, and I was wondering how you guys and how any of the other candidates will go about kind of uh, allowing a marketplace of ideas to kind of operate as well as, uh, you know, you know, reining it in when it gets too kind of heated and, and haughty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think that's a really great question because it's something we see on college campuses a lot. You know? mm-hmm. And, you know, how do we deal with, you know, you know First Amendment rights and, and free speech? Um, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, everyone wants what they think is best for BC. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's really about cultivating respective dialogue, um, which is something, you know, I'm trying to do with the Conversation Starters Program. Um, that can hopefully be you know up and running by by next year, sure. um, you know as well as um, you know promoting and uh, you know bringing active and engaging speakers to campus um, who you know will be thought provoking but also respectful at the same time. I think that's, that's yeah. Cool. I, that's fair. I would say um, definitely our demonstration policy at, at Boston College is um, very restrictive. And I think Jackie and I are really looking into ways in, in which we could work with the office to loosen those restrictions for people to uh, engage in, in political advocacy advocacy and dialogue. Um, and, and we also have to realize, you know, um, that this political atmosphere nationally is, is quite frankly very um, nasty. Mm-hmm. It, and it can get very nasty. And again balancing the need to express yourself which is fundamental not only to boston college but to, to the united states and also ensuring that you know th- there is no hate speech on campus and, and there are there is no speech that is intended to discriminate intimidate and suppress other people because um, i think that there can be a, a fine line um with that yeah and, and i know our, our demonstration po- policy I think can can do some work, um, because 
I think it's a little too controlling in regards um, within the administration. But um, also, again, bringing conducive dialogue on campus with um, engaging speakers. Um, B, uh, UGBC and CAB partnered last year um, to bring Ali Raisman, and she talked about her, you know, her story, and especially in light of the Me Too movement and, and, and those accusations and, and, uh, and the convict, convicting of Larry Nasser. Um, she had a lot of powerful things to say, right? Mm-hmm. And I know um, UGBC and CAB are working on a new sp- speaker this th- th- this year. Um, and again, finding ways in which we could promote that active dialogue, right, um, on campus because it is needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Jackie mentioned it, which kind of really resonated with me is these short kind of one-year terms. Mm-hmm. If kind of different candidates come in every single year and keep changing policies, it might not be sustainable if the environment keeps changing. Are there yeah. any policies that are in place right now they plan on continuing that you think are really good or maybe existing ones that you maybe want to change a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's with, especially with student government, it's really about, you know, building the you know building blocks. Um, and, you know, Reed and Ignacio did a great job. Tiff and Mike, you've done a great job. Um, and have really set, you know, like a strong precedent mm-hmm. yeah. for, for Zara and I. Um, and, you know, we, we definitely uh, look up to, Mike and Tiff, um, in regards to what they've done this year with the student administrator form. Um, like you said, um, Eric, you know, there's a lot of talk when it comes to administrators, you know, this, you know, painting them in a bad light and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that word administration, um, and the student administration form is a really good way mm-hmm. to put a face to the, the word administration. Um, and you know, it's not like Father Lay, he's a dictator and he's the one who's like, making all these decisions at Boston College because, you know, there are, you know, thousands of decisions that go into Boston College that are um, are decided at Boston College in a day. And, you know, Father Leahy doesn't have the time to, you know, do make all those little decisions. Um, you know, so it was good, you know, to be able to sit down with people, um, administrators in BC Athletics um, and the Career Center who were at my table and, uh, and the Women's Center as well. And to hear you know, what they had to say about the BC campus um, and, you know, things that UGBC are doing. And everyone at the table and, you know, um, you know I think everyone at the event really agreed that this is a really good way to help put faces and um, build relationships between administrators and students um, yeah. to be able yeah. to, you know, pursue initiatives that you want to see on campus. And I mean, I know that, so, so I was abroad last semester, um, but on another um event and program that went really well from what I heard from Jack and from people within UGBC um, was um, the Council for Students with Disabilities uh, hmm. Dinner in the Dark and, 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 and they have definitely catapulted I think in UGBC in promoting ability issues and awareness on campus and um, Jack and I want to make sure that that event is a legacy event so that um, it happens every year and that um, we with can the continue. appropriate funding. Yeah, and, with yeah, the, with, yeah. Um, well, hopefully, yeah, in, yeah. increasing their, yeah. their funding within UGBC sure. so that they could expand not only their member, membership and, and yeah. their event programming, mm-hmm. but also kind of using that awareness ability, right, to to foster, um, cult- uh, excuse me, to, to, to collect, yes, there you go. I was collecting my thoughts, but to collect data on where are some places uh, on BC that are needing um, better accessibility and also trying to get that accessible path towards upper. Sure. Um, because it, it's blatant that upper is not accessible. Mm-hmm. 
And when the freshman experience, right, 60% of freshmen live on upper, when that big part of your experience um, is, again, just being an upper, you're basically denying that experience to people um, and, and students with disabilities, which is um, unjust, which is not fair. Right. And, and again, trying to harness what Mike and Tiff did um, in that regard um, and continuing those ideas is really important. I think in regards to the other candidates, um, I don't think there's not enough emphasis on the fact that UGBC has done an actual very good job um, recently in trying to promote these issues and being an advocate on campus. Yeah, no, I think that's that's fair. I think, you know, one question I would ask anyone who is kind of a, more of a um, policy to increase uh, ability for those who are who are disabled is kind of will you work with kind of the federal government and the ADA to kind of point to like, hey, look, section two of ADA, this is a public yeah. domain within a private sphere, therefore we need a ramp or we need, you know, a, a, any of that stuff, an elevator or a lift or anything like that. Um, that. That's one thing I would always ask too, because it's more of the, what will you actually do to get that done? Not just, you know, the, the legacy program or anything like that, but also like, will you work with the proper channels? I think that's, I think that's a fair, fair yeah. question to ask, right? So, yeah, yeah. cool. Take a quick music break. Take a quick then... music break, then we'll come back and we'll talk about Newton. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome back. Hope you like those TikTok songs. Uh, I've been kind of getting into. I love how we categorize them now as TikTok songs when, in fact, they've been around since 2017. But pretty good, pretty yeah. good. So let's talk about where you guys are living now. What are your thoughts on Newton? Kind of get to know you guys more. Um, so where are you guys living? So I live um, off of Coro. Okay. Um, in an off-campus housing on Quincy. Nice. Um, so it is uh, peaceful, unlike uh, perhaps like you know the the other area the of dark off end. campus, the dark end right in. Campus, yeah. So um, it is a big contrast, but honestly, I'm I love it. I love it. I'm not complaining. I could walk the Stokes in like two minutes. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm Walsh this year, Walsh five. Um, you know, next Good year I'll be you, on Foster Street. <laughs> yeah. So you know, next year Foster Street, I guess like that's the the dark end. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so dark but, down there. Yeah, but that's cool. Uh, you have like a whole house planned? It's yeah, yeah, oh, nice. uh, two thirty five. Oh, cool, awesome. Nice. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll say I think off. You'll know. You'll learn, Jack. But I think off campus housing is better than on campus housing. Just like. Yeah, you have I'm your own excited. kitchen, you're with yeah. all your friends, you're in a house, yeah. it's just, it's fun. Yeah, we walk out cool. too, I don't know, I can't speak to Foster and all the dark ends, but <laughs> I mean, we, we we do well because we have a really nice house yeah. update and stuff, and we have clean roommates, right, it's all kind that's of contingent good, yeah. upon the others, yeah, like if they true. clean the bathroom once, like, yep. yeah. But I mean, um, like, you know, it's like a life skill, you know, you, like, you like living with, like, other people, like, cooking, like, like, eating food. <laughs> yeah, eating like, food's a life skill. Without dining all, like, like, just swiping it. Awesome. You know, like, 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 you don't realize it, but, like, like, that, that's, like, super important. Like, I, 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 okay, I tried cooking pancakes in, in my house uh, a few weeks ago, and, and I burned them. Oh, yeah. Pancakes, and it was, it was kind of bad. It was, like, oh, really? it was, like, steaming up, and... And I didn't know where the vent was, because oh. so again, I, I moved in sure. um, this semester, <laughs> and so I was holding the pan, like, and I just opened the, the, the sliding door, I was just like, there's no vent to vent Yeah, so there's me outside, oh like, it's like 20 degrees, it was like yeah, that weekend, right. it was like 20 degrees, and I'm just outside, like, like a pan of pancakes, oh and like, yeah, that <laughs> looks like ridiculous, yeah. what was this guy doing, earring his pancakes what out, what the hell? No, it is, and I think that's one thing, I like having my own room, I really don't like dorms. 
I, and this is a critique on American universities. <laughs> Every other school in the world does not have dorms like we do. Uh, they have a common true. room and they have individual rooms. Yeah. I don't get why we're forced into a room with someone else. I mean, I liked all my roommates thus far, but like, it's just nice to have your own space, right? And just it's part like, of college, relax. I guess. Just part of the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you get a roommate that wakes up at four in the morning. Okay, that's going to be annoying. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like it's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. That's why we're staying there next year. We're just going to stay yeah. in the house. Oh, that's all you are? Yeah, because we're literally like... Yeah. With you are two minutes away from campus, so yeah. get your own room. It's convenient. So. We're also on the top story of an old house, so we don't hear all the squeaks, unlike oh, the bottom yeah. floor. So, so I, do, I, I do the squeaks. <laughs> My room is bad. I mean, yeah. I don't know about yours, but mine is like yeah. I stepped like two like two inches like off of my regular path because I I mapped a path in my room yeah, of how to walk silently. Yeah. If I step out of that or I you know transgress from that, oh my god, it sounds like the whole roof is caving in. It's so loud. Yeah. Yeah. But that's sure. exciting. So you guys are both poli-sci, yep. mm-hmm. and you're not history, though. No, I'm, pre- I'm perspectives. Perspectives. Yeah. How is that? How is perspectives as a major? Um, you know, it's interesting. I think it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you say, um, a perspectives major, and, you know, kids kind of, like, you know, tilt their head a little bit. Yeah. Tend to it as a class, not yeah. as a major, right? Yeah, yeah. So mo- most people take perspectives, one, their freshman year, um, you know, for their theology and philosophy uh, course, but or their uh, core um, you know, but I, re- I really liked it, and um, I've always liked theology and philosophy, and, you know, to, to be able to connect those two, um, you know, how does Athens relate to Jerusalem, I think is a really hmm. interesting question. Um, so, you should make them, yeah. Yeah. holy perspective, oh, yeah. Yeah. you should put that as, like, their motto, submit yeah. that. No, it is. <laughs> oh, is yeah. it their motto? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was in, I was oh, in, that? you should have admitted to that, that I was, was like, like oh, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, plagiarize it or anything. That was clean. Um, uh, so, uh, I, I was in the living and learning community in Duchesne, um, and I had Professor Cronin, and she, you know, she's, oh, yeah, she's awesome. Kicked my butt. And, you know, was definitely one of the hardest professors I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find love? I, I didn't, unfortunately. I'm still single. Oh, um, hey, okay, same. Stop. Let the record show. Let the record show Jack Brocker's single. Yeah, and and to the listeners, like, that he was needs candidates for a girlfriend, me, also too. Me, also me, also and also Zara. Yeah, I know. So Cronin does the dating project. Oh, yeah, how is that? It was interesting. That's why, like, you know, did you find love? Like, I didn't want people, like, thinking, like, I was going to, like, fall in love with you know, Professor Kerry Cronin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you let that up. Like... So I just to clarify, you know, they, they have the dating project, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, you had to go on a date, and, you know, well, well so. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Do you have to write a report on it? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, It sounds, like, so sterile, you know? Yeah, it I did. Like... So that was, what was interesting is I, I, did, uh, I did a couple dates, because oh. I, I, had, I had to do a date for Perspectives, oh, a okay. date for ULA, and a date for Courage to Know. So, wow. yeah. yeah, that's pretty sweet. You, get, yeah. you, know, you know your way around a date. Yeah, that's pretty yes. sweet. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah we, I mean, I remember coming into BC, that was like the big thing as a freshman. Like, oh, there's this class where they you know, ask you to, to go on a date because that's kind of a traditional thing that's been kind of thrown out in this generation. Yeah. And my dad, when I was here, freshman year, my dad said, have you heard of this class? I'm like, yes, I've heard of this class. And then I never heard anything more about it. So when anyone ever takes it, I'm like, how oh, is it? Because it's just kind of a cool, yeah. you know, unique thing that she does. Yeah, it is. It is cool, um, especially with the living and learning community. Yeah. You know, to be, um, you know, in the same residence hall as all the kids in your class um, was, you know, was pretty cool. And, mm-hmm. You know, I should have taken advantage of it more, but you know, you can do. Hey, you live in your yeah. room, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Kind of yeah. <laughs> right? Oh my god! Living in your room. Um, <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So with poli sci history, you know, perspectives, what do you guys want to do ultimately? Law school, teaching? Yeah. You know what? That is a good question about life. Yes. And I'm unprepared to answer. Okay, you. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but honestly though, um, I was fortunate enough to go to um, Lebanon over the summer um, on a, like a cultural um, program and uh, also learned some beginner Arabic and I was lucky to get a, a grant through um, Islamic Civilizations mm. Department here. Um, and that kind of started my fascination with, with, with um, like overseas work, um, whether it's the Middle East and then going abroad in Ireland uh, um, in, oh, in yeah. Europe. And so I we'll see how it goes. Um, I think law school is still um, very much on the table for me, but I might try to do maybe a, a service opportunity after uh, I graduate, okay. um, whether it's like the Jesuit Volunteer Corps or like the Peace Corps. Sure. Um, or something like that, because I think that would be something that I would truly like, and that's the perfect opportunity to do it. Yeah, you know, like right after college. Right. Um, so Get that gap, and then they always say, yeah. you know, the average age to apply to law school has gone up to I think twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, so it's 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 okay. Like right. it's not it's not unprecedented. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. No law school is on the table. Definitely would not apply right out of 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 college. Like you talked about, you know, I think it's important to have. You know, kind of, yeah. you know, some experience in the field. Because, mm-hmm. you know, quite frankly, it's, it's not for everyone. Um, and, you know, I went on, I did the Endeavor program at BC. So I, I was able to talk to some people who, who had gone to law school. Mm. Um, and, you know, to hear them you know, talk about, you know, like, it's a pretty big financial commitment. Uh, really mm. big time commitment. Mm. Um, so I definitely would want to gain some experience in, you know, the professional workforce before, um, you know, I apply to any grad, graduate program or law school. Um, I, I interned this past summer um, at an NGO that does lobbying. Uh, they lobby Congress uh, to support uh, poverty reduction, <laughs> poverty reducing legislation. Um, so I actually had the chance to meet with, in person with uh, Congressman Kennedy, and then one on one with staffers from the offices of uh, Senator Markey and Senator Warren. Oh, wow. um, and they ended up uh, co sponsoring the legislation that I went to uh, talk to the offices about. Um, you know, so to, to be able to, to do that was, you know, pretty exciting, um, especially for, you know, a, a teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, like, yeah, you hear so much about, you know, lobbying is this really shady <laughs> business, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's about connecting people, connecting legislators to their constituents. Um, and, you know, it's something I really enjoyed and I'm applying to a couple different lobbying firms right now, um, uh, for this upcoming summer. So we'll see how that goes. I'd, I'd love to be in DC. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, so yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah, and not to dive, you know, dive too deep into the yeah. lobby thing. No, it's it's you know, it's needed, right? I mean, how exactly. else will you yeah. know the actual policy and what you should actually change without kind of a lobby branch, right? You can you can have like these platforms, and then if you know you you're saying, well, how can we enact this? Well, you have lobbying firms come up to you and say, okay, this is how you would do this, yeah. or maybe stray away from this because of unintended consequences. Yeah, and, yeah. absolutely, and you know, the, the, I think there's a there's a lot of money right now in politics, um, and that's where like that frustration comes, you know, people mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, lobbying firms the buy, buy votes from, from legislators. But, you know, in reality, the legislators, you know, care about issues and want to know, like, you know, how do I go about, you know, doing something about this issue? Um, and, you know, the lobbying firms are there to connect the constituent to the legislator. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really connecting to interested, interest, um, like-minded, interested parties. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
Awesome. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And over the summer, we'll talk about internships now. You're going to Nielsen. Nielsen, nice. Chicago. Nice. Yeah, I'll do marketing there, so that'll be fun. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Are you yeah. from Chicago? I'm from Chicago, yeah. Bears right. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that right now. Oh, that was a big and the Bulls, uh, just the Bulls, Chicago yeah. sports aren't doing too well. But um, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I mean, you'll be up in Boston. I will um, be. I'll be fun. here. I'm uh, working at the DOJ. I uh, work for the U.S. Really? Attorney's nice. Office. That's That's cool. Cool. Yeah, no, thank you. No, yeah, it was uh, kind of a fun surprise. Uh, so, are you looking to go to law school? I'm going right out of the gates. When oh, you no, med- kidding, when you yeah. rattle that off, I'm like, yeah, I know. Financial. Don't remind me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. No, 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 don't you. worry. No, no, it's it's fine. No, yeah, though, the, I've I've weighed back and forth whether I, I take you know a two year gap period and go work for the company I I internship interned with over the last summer, or do I go right out of the gate? Uh, and I think. I don't know. I think I'll just go right out of the gate yeah. just to get, not to get it over with, but I think that will kind of hopefully launch me to a, a different career track instead of waiting and, you know, all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, you you know, it, it'll, uh, yeah, I'll be fun. Well, I'll that's be working. Yeah, it's, I think right. you have a, a much better grasp of, of, you know, how you want to use law school in the future. And, yeah, you know what yeah. you're doing, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I've always wanted to go to law school. Clueless. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's... It is kind of how it is, right? You'll fall into something. Well, the Jesuit volunteer corps, even the Peace Corps, I had many professors at my high school that did both. One uh, did the Peace Corps in uh, Burundi, and it was, like, really intense because it was really in the middle of nowhere. Like, you know, toilet paper was a luxury for them, kind of, you know. But it's it's such a connecting experience for, you know, kind of, you know, shaping a positive worldview and kind of one that of, you know, you know, desire to change or whatever. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I got it's, it's, it's a lot to think about, sure. but I will say, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I like that service aspect. Um, I guess maybe throughout my whole life, it's something that has resonated with me and I've kind of really stuck with. And of course, having that amazing opportunity would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. making that, you know, a, a big part of my life. Um, especially like you know when I'm younger, yeah, um, would be an opportunity. But again, we'll see. Nothing is set in sure. stone. No, of course. No, no. Have you cracked open the LSAT book yet? Or uh, it came in the mail yesterday. Oh, yeah. Don't mind me. Uh, BC, BC does the free uh, LSAT courses. Uh, Six hundred forty-nine. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, not free. No, not free. No, I know. Yeah. I thought it was free, but um, they subsidized the GMAT, the um, GRE, and then um, the other one. I'm forgetting the other one, but they they subsidize those a little okay. bit, but, but not LSAT at the expense of the LSAT. Mm, uh, interesting. It's, it's kind of a full fledged mm. program. It's uh, I'm doing it mine from <laughs> yeah yeah honestly, uh, mine's doing or uh, mine programs go from February 20th to April 2nd every Thursday 6 to 10 uh, p.m. So oh, cool. yeah, it's I I'll see how it is. I've heard nothing but good things, so that's good. It's probably yeah. gonna be fine. That's good, but yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting summer. Get to study that and take it in June, but yeah. What do you want to do after college? You want to go into like uh, operations management, strategic consulting? What the? I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, I'm studying marketing and operations, so that's why he's saying because my major sounds it's so long, and the classes are just his resume is like it's this long with just the major requirements. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think we'll see how Nielsen is. Um, yeah. Nielsen does a really good job at kind of full time recruitment using the internship program. So if mm. I like that, I'll I'll, I'll stick with Nielsen. Um, but yeah, I think. It's hard for me to think of kind of different opportunities. I mentioned very kind of the creative side of business. So that's why marketing kind of drew me in. Yeah. Um, so whether that's with like a marketing or ad agency or working within the kind of creative media film kind of industry, but on the business side of things. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of open to anything really. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm planning on maybe 
taking the um, what's it? GMAT. GMAT. No, is it the? Uh, I think it's a GMAT. Because mm-hmm. I think the acronyms. One of the acronyms. Because yeah, I think your score lasts for five years. So if I do want to mm-hmm. go to yeah, that's good. Graduate business school, good. I'll have. Oh it. yeah, it's, I think it's GMAT. Yeah. yeah. GMAT. Yeah. I think so. and, and I guess you're you know when you're in college you have like that test taking mode. You exactly. Know? Or that's like, what I've been told. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like like you're you're into the groove. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like it'd be easier than maybe you revisit it like three or four years out of college and exactly. you're like. Uh, textbook. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Study habits. And BC has the programs available, so why not just take advantage of it? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Take another quick music break, wrap this up. Yeah. Let's do Might it. As well. Welcome back. I love that song. Uh, just a quick note. Uh, it's a good song. Uh, I wish I knew you by the revivalists. Um, watch you play. Yeah. I think they do a better rendition than we do. Perfect. We wanted to thank Zara and Jeff for coming on. I think their, you know, capacity for leadership and their and their vision for what UGBC and what BC as a whole can do, I think, is a very positive one. And I'm actually quite excited to see them kind of uh, in the next few weeks before the election. Oh well, th- thank you so much, you guys. I mean, like, uh, honestly, um, it's an it, it, it's a humbling experience. This whole process for Jack and I, because it is a lot of like visibility and being out there. Um, but, but like a medium like this is, is, is unique. You could express yourself and it's, it's li- honestly fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think, uh, you know, Zara and I were kind of late to the game in, 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 you know, formulating, uh, our policy and everything we wanted to do. I think we, we were kind of like the last team to really wrap up, you know, the, the bringing in everyone for the campaign, um, you know, and, and, and releasing all of our platform stuff. Um, so, you know, it's been a busy couple of weeks just trying to get everything done. But, yeah. um, you know, we really thank the opportunity to, to come on. I think we're, we're getting really good traction with our social media. Cool. Um, so, you know, Zara and Jack um, for UGBC, Facebook and Instagram, if mm-hmm. you want to check it out. Um, we'll put links yeah. in our descriptions, too. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, 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 make it easier to streamline yeah. it. But, yep. um, and then we have the final debate, uh, February 9th. Um, at Rob Sham from eight to ten at night. Um, so and that's gonna be streamed online. Yeah, okay. streamed that's online. the big one. I always remember. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's the big one. It's, yeah. it's the it's the 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 big mama. So uh, <laughs> so you know, get out there. You know, show your support to to, to whoever candidate you you know you're supporting. Um, ask questions because there will be a um, portion in which the audience can answer question uh, ask questions. So so be engaged. And then February 11th, so two days afterwards on Tuesday, is the election. So go out and vote. Um, again, you know, who do you think is the best choice for being the student representative at Boston College as president and vice president? Um, and yeah, and, and if you think it's us, well, thank you. Um, and yeah, if, if you want to ascend to greater heights, uh, we can do it. And, 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 and Jack and I are confident in our ability to, to really create that great change um, in our culture, and create that great change at Boston College because it, it's a good place, but it could be better. And I know that Jack and I have had a good experience, but other people have not. Um, and in the very end, we want to make sure that everyone at Boston College feels like they're welcomed and they are here and respected. That's powerful. That's powerful. I mean, let's end it with that. I mean, right, I think, thank you. Yeah, I want to get a BC tattoo now. <laughs> let's go. I want to send to New Heights. Uh, that's sweet. That's awesome. Sure. So check out our SoundCloud. We'll be uploading this probably today or tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a SoundCloud link in our bio. We'll be sharing it with you guys. Check out uh, oh, yeah. your uh, Instagram as well. We'll link to that, and yep. we'll just do kind of this mass social media campaign. Yeah. Um, and then voting. 
February 11th. February 11th. You get an email. Email. Um, okay. The elections committee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully it all works out, but we'll see. Kind of getting a little nervous, you know. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. That uh, pre-poll uh, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. There, there aren't any polls, you know. So yeah. you, got, you, can't you never know. You exactly. could be, at, you know, yeah. 98 yeah, or two. Be, exactly. Oh. Be, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not two. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. No, yeah, that'll be fun. So, um, yeah, check out our Instagram. Check out our SoundCloud. Um, you have a TikTok. TikTok, check it out. Really? Show. Oh, man. Oh, 21.5 thousand followers. Oh. Yeah. Don't get me started. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Competing yeah. with girls dancing. It's yeah, tough out there. It is tough it's, out there. It's, <laughs> it's tough when you look tough, like Jacob. Tough market. Um, <laughs> <oof>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I guess with that, we will see you, you at, at the, the next, next stop. stop.